This is as groovy as it gets. Oprah, can you hear me? Oprah vs. Donald 2020 is a conversation by Julie Benetti and Susan Barbaro and a production of EI Alliance. Copyright 2020. America is courtesy of New Threads off their album, Thelonious Roma. Hi, Julie and Susan here and... We're talking stars and planets. <laughs> I couldn't resist. <laughs> well, this is the, you know, the president runs the planet, and they are stars at the same time, so right. here we go. So this podcast is actually a little bit, a little bit more fun because, you know, we're dealing with impeachments, and we're dealing with... Now the primaries are coming up, and you know we're not political. So where do we go? We go to something that's really more interesting to talk about. And so, Julie, did you know that Oprah was born on January 29th? And do you know what that makes her? <gasps> Aquarius. Ooh, the age of Aquarius. <laughs> Is this the age of Aquarius? <laughs> I, so, I was it the last for the longest time. I think I'm not sure. <laughs> oh God. So you know it's interesting because Aquarius, and, and we're going to talk a little bit about that about Oprah being the Aquarius. And guess what? Did you know that Trump was born on June 14th? And you know what that makes him? Uh-oh. One, one sign I know not very much about, but I've, I've, I've done a little bit, is Gemini. I don't know much about a Gemini. There's the twin. Uh, well, I do know that. So, I mean, is that the... So, well, that would be the Kabbalion, too. The twin is going right. to obviously do, you the know, balance, the, the right. opposites. And so, you know, the, the cool thing about astrology signs... Yeah, tell me. Is that... You know, you, you you try to, and, and I don't memorize. I have like a little cheat sheet here. I don't memorize. Okay, this is about this one. This is about that one. But you have to remember that sometimes you come into contact with people, and you say, "Oh, he, he reminds me of my brother," or "She reminds me of," yes. and then all of a sudden, you find out they're in the same sun sign. Right. They have the same astrological sign. And you start to see a lot of nuances that resemble, you know, this person you know. Mm -hmm. And you start to say, hmm, isn't that interesting? And I think that's a really fun part sure. about astrology. And so when you said, you know, Oprah was an Aquarius, we both immediately started, okay, who do I know that's an Aquarius? Oh, and how does it associate <laughs> with? And when you said... Donald Trump is a Gemini. I mean, immediately I start to associate it with mm. you know people in my own family who are mm. Gemini's. You see, I don't have. I, have I think my <laughs> brothers might have been a Gemini, but that was before I really <laughs> was able to look. I probably would have given me a little bit more insight as to how to deal with them. But right, and you can you can look up any of this stuff and you can find oh what yes. certain traits do they have and who are the best partners and what is the best job and what is it all this stuff right. has been you know researched and you know to the nth degree and you can find it anywhere online right. everything so it, do you this know is I wanted to do my own birth chart Really? Yeah. You want to do your own? My own. Cool. I don't mean just okay. my sign. Okay. I, mean, I mean, like, I got to figure out the exact time and right. create my own. I think that would be amazing. It's just something I've been kind of interested in. I had it, um, I've, I've looked into certain degrees of that, no pun intended, 
but I also had it done by uh, this gentleman in in Salem, and it was amazing. It was like three, still have three it? and a half hours. I have it on audio. Yeah, it was um, three and a half hours, and and it was really cool because he had done tons of you know he's that's something he did on the mm. side and he would send aspects you'd send him some money and he'd send you the aspects like for the next year and all that stuff oh, cool and it was cool and the cool part about it was really kind of associating it with different aspects of my life and people mm-hmm. in my life and it made a lot of sense for me at least yes. and and I had done this god I'd, why don't you and I do that why I, don't we start doing that because you and I can find this information and we always of course go do it the way we do it well i have books of course on that (laughs) i gave you an astrology book once i think you gave it back to me because i do it my own way well yeah there you go And, and so that's a perfect segue because doing it your own way the best part is, like we started to say, or I started to say, okay, so Oprah's an Aquarius. So who do you know who's an Aquarius? Right. And I'm speaking to everybody right. who's listening to this podcast. Right. And can you see that person as, you know, President of the United States? And who do you know as a Gemini? And can you see that person as President of the United States? And, and you start to overlay characteristics and aptitudes because there's people in your life that you know better than, you know, sure. looking up online and saying, okay, let me remember. Gemini so, is a twin so, sign. Let me remember. Right. I, and when you associate it with someone you know who's in your life and you've, you know, been growing up with however they are or friendship, you start to understand more about the character of the person. Hi, this is Julie here with Susan, and I have to ask you, what's one of the favorite books that we've written together? Which one would you say? My favorite would be Energetic Invocations, mm-hmm. because you tricked me into writing it, <laughs> and it wrote itself, and I just was grateful to be a part of it. I like all the books we've written. We've had so much fun, but that's probably my favorite. What you know, you? I agree with you. I love Energetic Invocations, and I love the invocations because they're really powerful, and I love the way it slides into the Endra book. So the Endra scripts is really fun as well so I agree with you yep awesome hey Susan the secrets out oh no well they can't tell from my accent but probably from yours yeah we're from Boston but the really funny thing is our stuff is all over we have four podcast shows you can find them on Spotify and you can find them everywhere you listen to podcasts and And we have lots of books and ebooks on Amazon and that's worldwide so do you feel adventuresome sure so I do know, now we're talking again, that Oprah, we're saying, is the Aquarius. Mm-hmm. And I do know, I have two people very close to me that are Aquarius, and I read this, and I'm like, wow. So I'm, I'm reading, you know, this is just online. I don't even, these are just like generic. Every Aquarian um, is a rebel <laughs> at heart. These air signs despise authority at anything that represents conventionality. Free-spirited and eccentric, they can um, often be identified by their offbeat fashion sensibilities, unusual hobbies, and non-conformist attitude. And this, for who I know, is the most perfect, you know, not, I mean, I don't want to say defines them, but if you go into the, their, like, the base of who their character is, I can see it for, for the people that I know. When I look at Oprah... And I think about this. She is a rebel at heart. Mm. And I think of where she got to and how she got there. And again, this is what she, how she's presented it, her background. Um, 
free-spirited, and they use the word eccentric. I like to think of eccentric as being thinking outside of the box or not just taking everything that someone takes you as being, you know, coming as uh, from the word of God. And if I look at this, unusual habit, uh, hobbies, non-conformist attitude, mm. I think of this and I look at Oprah and, and I start to see, do we sort of try to curb some of our tendencies as we get older to soften it a little bit mm. and oh well because i would if hope i not. look at, i would hope <laughs> not but you would think that these characteristics would completely throw her right into the you know the thick of it why would she not nonconformist? why would she listen to what anyone else has to say mm. and again we're just talking about oprah right now i'm not talking about trump and 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 the the gemini sign but if you think about that, and you think about Oprah, and you think of how she got to where she is, and again, I, I only know it from what she's talked about and her own experiences, and you know that she just found a way to get wherever. That would be nonconformist, mm. and is she now being more conforming to what people want? Is kind of what I guess what I'm saying in a hmm. in a roundabout way. Is she now becoming more of a conformist? Hmm. Because you'd think if she, you know, because the things that she said about running for president, that she can't, she is very focused on the truth, and she has to be who she is, and she doesn't know if she can do it in in running this race. I would turn around and say, well, who says you have to run the race? Just step in it at the finish line and <laughs> declare victory. Right, right. And that would be nonconformist. And again, we don't know what she's doing really behind the scenes, as we've said in other podcasts. But when I read this, right, and I look at her, kind of right, and an Aquarius is very communicative as an air sign. They say they're very communicative. So in that sense, she could just be communicating. And uh, yeah, I'm not an Aquarius, but like I say to you sometimes, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have a cup of coffee and wake up. And you're like, well, you feeling okay? And I'm like, well, I'm just going to have a cup of coffee and wake up. I'm just communicating with you what mm -hmm. I'm going to do. She could just be very communicative. The thing that strikes me about what you just said is that what a great aspected individual to just slide into, you know, something that's been opened up. Because right. Donald Trump opened up exactly. everything. She doesn't have to go in there and exactly. change anything. She does to, doesn't well, have actually, to go in there. Well, actually, she can because it's the... the it's opened up for change. Right, it's, but she doesn't, right, it's opened up for change, but she doesn't have to go in there and actually do anything except move forward. She doesn't right. have to create the train. Right, exactly. She, does, she could just get on and go, okay, it's moving, let's go left instead right. of right. Exactly. And so she doesn't have to do, I mean, Donald Trump's done a lot of work where politics is concerned. And even, you know, if you heard different feedback from the State of the Union, and things that occurred, it's just, it's become like this dramatic little, you know, kind of mood, facial expression fight, you know, with other people in the Senate and Congress and blah, blah, blah. Well, that's the drama piece of it. That's the, oh, did you see what she said? Did you see she ripped this? Did you see that? It's like, right. really, I mean, that's getting into the playground aspect of, oh, who said what and who threw the first punch? Or so it's this is all I have to say is that, you know, I have... <laughs> What? I have, you know, I have cable TV, and so if I want drama, 
I will turn on General right. Hospital right. or any other, you know, nighttime so, drama mm. or, or soap opera. But if you want to take my tax dollars mm. and, you know, profess drama, I mean, really, let's let's get going with the business of the country and right. helping the people out. I mean, this is this is about so us. What I think is important, what you said, is that he opened up the notion of dramatic change. Mm. And you can, you know, now you can look at what he's done and you can agree or disagree. I mean, people say that he, you know, he... I'm not going to get into what people say because, again, I'm not adding to the drama. But if you don't like the way things are moving, that's okay. And that, this podcast isn't trying to say to anyone you should like it or you should not like it. But what you cannot deny is that he, as we've said, he's changed the definition of the presidency. Mm. And and it's a perfect opportunity for someone who has a different mindset to step in, as you said, the train that's going out of the station. He's got that train up and moving. But instead of going, like you said, going right. east, let's go south. Right. Let's go another mm. way with it. Let's take it. And the train's moving. Well, why not jump on the train and move it? And that would only come from someone who would be a nonconformist. Right. And there's a huge advantage to kind of getting in there and calculating what the resources are that have already been created because she would be a different candidate if she just showed up and it was politics as usual. You know, same old, same old status quo from years ago. She would be a different candidate and it would be like, oh, wow, that's so, like, obscure to have, you know, someone from Hollywood. Well, and again, and again, I mean, Jesse Ventura has been in politics, and Sonny Bono, Ronald Reagan, Ronald Reagan, <laughs> can't forget and it, so you the know. you know, so so Donald Trump, you know, could be so extreme, be more like TV than kind of Ronald Reagan was the old movies. But I mean, Oprah's, you know, mainstream TV. Hello. So let's turn this a little bit and talk a little bit about Trump because you know we're we're not just one sided here. So the Gemini personality, some of the key traits they say is adaptability, easygoing, um, enthusiastic, very social. They say intelligent, but can be unimpulsive, unreliable, nosy. The other thing is, I'm going to read this, and um, they talk about um, a Gemini man being confident in who he is um, to the point of being conceited. Very narcissistic, um, admires himself, um, and so if you think about that, that's a typical of a, a typical man. And and like you said, it not a typical man. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm jumping ahead, and my mouth isn't keeping up with my head. It, it's a, a a perfect sign of a Gemini that has, as you said, the. What's the word? The the twin. Right, the twin. That you have the very positive, but then you have also the very negative sides of it, of the same coin. And if you want to go into that and explore Trump as a Gemini, well, that opens up a whole new whole new idea of you think of it as being a twin, of, of being encompassing almost like two extremes within the same person. Right. And I have a huge amount of experience with Gemini. See, I don't. So, <laughs> so go ahead. My Take dad it. and my brother are oh. Gemini's, and and so y you look. I look at that, and 
And that just makes perfect sense because they can turn on a dime. I mean, you're you're dealing with a twin right there. They can turn on a dime and be two different extremes. And that doesn't mean, you know, it's bipolar or anything like that. Not that there's anything... Well, that may, may have been diagnosed. <coughs> I don't mean... I'm not referring to you. Right. Perfect, but a lot right. of Gemini's could be diagnosed that right. way. And that's... Right. Might not be really a great diagnosis. That's really not affecting right. the... It's not a... And this, it's you a know, character. Right. And I would like to say that this is kind of just a basic look at the sun sign. Because when you start to look at, you know, what's the rising sign and what's right. the moon. Right. And right. there are other influences mm -hmm. that become extremely fascinating. And I'm sure there are people out there who have done Oprah's chart and who have done Donald Trump's chart. And Donald Trump is the president. And... The thing to acknowledge here is just the energy surrounding it of the, the character of the person. And we associate a lot of characteristic instincts and types and, and kind of character formations based in, you know, what astrology, what their astrology sun sign is. And just basically looking at that, it's quite intriguing because... So, you know, if, if Oprah's the, the Aquarius, you know, revolutionary and, and Donald Trump's kind of, you know, infiltrated, you know, the political system as like two people, right. you know, as a twin. I mean, what better this, way to kind of expand? I mean, I'm going to make a biblical reference here, you know, to part the waters, you know, and have something different occur that brings us all together. Well, one wonders. We see, because as I read through this, you know, we see one side of Trump. That's what he projects on exactly. TV, is the one side of him. But if you know this, there's, there's another side of him. Mm. And I'm not, again, because we haven't been in his presence. I haven't gone to a rally. I haven't gone to anything to be able to say that this is the other side of, of, of that. Mm. But that side exists. Mm. And it says, you know, that they're very, they've got very, um, their personalities, they're very congenial, they're very clever, they have a lot of sex appeal, uh, friendly, kind of flirtatious, kind of that good guy sort of a feel. Gee, that kind of describes them, doesn't it? I do, and this, these aren't my words. I'm, right. This is, and I'm, not, right. I'm, I'm taking from pieces that we're reading and, and picking and choosing, so I'm not just, you know, I'm, I'm not completely plagiarizing anyone else yet what would that say exactly you know and we talk about that I and mean, when we talk about this podcast throughout this podcast about oprah and trump and it's because people you know he changed something he went in and he changed the scope of of a job if i want to call it that so you can't look to the same the, the people that used to fill that position to step into that position the positions changed and Trump has done, and I give him credit for that. He has changed it. That's what I'm giving him credit for. Now, where he goes with it and who he is as a person is, as we always say, completely separate. It's not even really the context of what we're discussing. And so what has this opened up for? Well, we n now we need to know if, if you're going to bring someone in, someone who kind of thinks outside the box, does things very different, mm. doesn't feel... Um, you know, quote, fit in. Right. Really, because that's what we're talking about is an, uh, an Aquarius. Everyone I know do not fit in. The Aquarians that I know, yet they're highly, highly talented and very focused on what they do and what they do really well. 
they're the, to me the most creative artists in the world. They're just so into their own space. And, you know, for me, the presence of, of this is that, <laughs> I mean, hello, folks. Donald Trump is president of the United States. I, I, I still get that sensation with, you know, it's like, uh, what? He's president? What? He's still president? What? He's doing this as president? So I mean, he's finishing his first term as president of the United States. It's kind of like, hello? You know, what? it's kind of like you're still talking about, oh, yeah, you know, MASH was a show that's on TV. It's really great. Uh, yeah. That was like years and years ago. I mean, he's been president. So he's been president, and whatever has occurred and not occurred in his presidency is existing there in this present moment of this time and space. And the, the interesting aspect of that is that everything that he's done and hasn't done has opened up the playing field for somebody different. And so he's already stripped the politics out of politics. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Julie. I recently went away to Canada and I was excited to bring a handful of books, but I couldn't read a thing. Has that ever happened to you? All I wanted to do was play. If you travel, trivia is fun. And we have a lot of different trivia for you. We have Think You Know the Kabbalion. You can test yourself. We have trivia on Halloween and Samhain. And we have Christmas trivia. So the time is right to test your brain and get moving. And if you want to do it today, you can go to Amazon and download the ebooks. Hey, Susan, you remember that old song that Tom Petty sang? Which old song? The waiting is the hardest part. Mm -hmm. Well, he was so right about that. The waiting is the hardest part. The coolest thing about all the stuff we've written, you can get it as an ebook right now. Right now. Live on Amazon right now. And you know what they say? There's no time like the present. This is Susan. I'm here with Julie and my daughter, Danielle. We stole her back from Canada. She's excited to be a part of these podcasts and commercials. It's been great hearing you guys, <laughs> wanting to be here with you, and now being able to be in the same room. And is that what you felt when you were listening to the podcast, that you were right oh, yeah. here with us? Every time you guys laughed, had jokes. And every time I stumbled. I felt like I was there watching. And I have to admit it, I've been taking a little bit of Danny's advice, because I know she said the most enjoyable podcasts are when I went for Susan's jugular. So so sometimes I'm like, this isn't fun enough. Let me at her. And I'm still standing. Of course you are. Standing. All of the podcasts are getting even more energized. We're expanding our own minds and our own vision, and we're sharing it. So grab a hold because we're going nonstop right up to the top of the mountain. Woo! Really? And so whatever he's, you know, accomplished as the president of the United States is important. Mm -hmm. And he, you know, it's funny because I really get the sensation that that people out there just don't get he is the president. And whatever the case may be, he is the president. It's not like, oh, he was just elected and we're trying to get him impeached. And it's like two days later. He has been the president. I mean, you can do a verb conjugation here. He is, has been, was, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. The interesting thing to me is what he has parted in his presence of the presidency and what he has opened up for someone else. And, and do you think he's parted and opened all this up for a career politician to come back in. That's that's not usually the pattern mm -hmm. of what occurs with this kind of sensation. 
in such a grand way. I mean, he's really kind of parted something for somebody else to come in who has characteristics and traits that could be somewhat similar to his, but also even more intense. Well, I just need to add, because while you were talking, of course, I'm looking this up, and, and they think, you know, there's no definitive answer, but most uh, claim the age of Aquarius arrived in the 20th century. Mm-hmm. There's no definitive answer. You can look it up. They're not, but so we are in the age of Aquarius. Does that mean it's the age of Oprah? <laughs> well, I mean, I would like to go into the space of it's the age of the Aquarian thinking. I don't want to mm. say it's any particular person. It's that age of thinking, which to me is like what I always say. I, I have this conversation with, you know, with my kids. I'm like, we went from the dark ages where everything was stagnant and dark and in, um, you know, in uh, not abundant, but scarcity. And we went from that into the Renaissance period, which would my way of defining like the age of Aquarius, which Mm. is just that whole period of there's abundance, there's life, it's like color comes, comes back in and that to me is the again because how did I define my this is just me my definition of Aquarius is that you know odd thinking thinking right. like nobody else has and kind of doing you know you know <laughs> going to the beat of your own drummer you know you're right. you're not falling in line marching against the you know against the group and um, and that's kind of how I see this and I think about it and I'm like well. Trump did march us into that space. Exactly. And now it's time for someone to take over that. And, you know, when we first talked about doing the podcast, Julie's like, let's look up the signs of the other ones. I'm like, who cares? Why do we care? And the reason why is not because I don't want to talk about the other signs, but they just, there's nobody in there. There, And Trump said it, they're, they're fighting amongst themselves. The whole thing with Bernie Sanders, it started with Hillary Clinton, and then it's, um, Elizabeth Warren and then Pete Buttigieg get it. They're all fighting Bernie now, and I'm like, which is funny because I said of all of them, the only one I can see moving mm-hmm. in against Trump would be Bernie Sanders. There's not any other one that includes Hillary Clinton that could do it. Now that's my opinion. But if we go into the energy of it, I guess we could look up what Bernie Sanders' sign is. But well, it's not uh, even to me. It's just not a, a just. There's nobody else worth discussing, right? As what as you were saying, what you were saying before, I, I was thinking. You know, this is an Oprah versus Donald right. 2020 podcast, and you know, if this is your first listen to one of our podcasts in this series, go back and binge them all. Because we're saying something. Because this is ideally about us. And yes, my pun is intended. It's about the United States yes. and the people of the United States. But it's also about us. About all of us. Mm-hmm. And what we are doing in this time and space. And how we're moving. And whatever you want to say about Donald Trump. He's changed the playing fields yep. of what the requirements are or aren't for someone to be president of the United States. And he's changed how, you know, whatever you want to say, he's changed the familiarity of how you look at the presidency now and what occurs. And even in his actions and his tweets and whatever he does and doesn't do. And I'm being generic because, you know, I don't want to characterize him. Because, you know, he is unique, but he also adds this unique 
non-political sense to a political position. And, you know, for us as the individual person to take this outside, because that's outside, that's happening outside. If you're in your house, you know, you're not, you know, Right in the White right. House, you know, right. it's it's happening. You don't live with them exactly. It's happening outside of of your life, but it does you know affect you to a degree of how those things affect you. Yet it's also political, but you know it's almost like you go for a job somewhere and it mm-hmm. changes the playing field of of how you apply for that job and what your requirements are. I mean, what if that had a tickle factor or trickle down factor to every single position out there? And every single job that what people thought was the requirement is not the requirement. Right. And so you have to understand if the job has changed, mm-hmm. you can't go and fill it with who was there before. You just you can't do it. It's like we always say, you can't go back. Right. You know, they always joke, you can't go back home. You can't because right. it's changed. So I also have to say, because of course we said it, I did look up Bernie Sanders. He has a September 8th birthday. He is a Virgo. Mm. So what I've looked up, let me tell you should see Julie's eyes. She's giving me that once over like, ah. Uh. So let me tell you about Virgos. They're hardworking. They remember. They're faithful. They're sweet. They're patient. They're responsive. They take responsibility. All of the things that they're hardworking, they care, but I don't see anything. To me, this sounds all conformity. Yeah, they don't. There's nothing in here that they'll fight to the death. Right. But they're going to fight to the death to keep things, you know, just a certain way. They they're right. not because there's an overwhelming sense of practicality, and to have the status quo, practicality is great. Yes. But to really be revolutionary and move with a position that's changed and something that's occurred, you know, that's altered the way everybody sees it and, and is, you know, beliefs are changing. Everything is occurring mm. in that sense. There's a lot of chaos and there's a lot of recalculation with, with how people are just experiencing anything with the vibes all around them. And to go into the practicality, I mean, to say, okay, logically, this is the way it should be, that's not really working now. Well, that's, well, not, uh, there is, let me just, let's just take a step back and say that we're not saying good signs are good or bad. Mm -hmm. We're talking about where we are Mm -hmm. and where we're moving right now. And stability, to me, stability is Virgo. To me, as I'm reading more, Mm -hmm. is more, they prefer a stable environment. Mm -hmm. They, They prefer, um... And they tend to be perfectionists, and they again hardworking, dedicated, loyal. They're the ones. They'd be great lawyers. You want them fighting for you. They will go in and right, right. But when things are falling apart and breaking down, and new structures are coming, you don't want someone that's going to try to hold the land stable. You need someone who's more adaptable and like, okay, well, let's move this way. Let's. It's right. almost like a dance. You kind right. of have to dance over because right. things are moving. Like you know, like I hate to say it, like an earthquake. You know, mm. the, the 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 land isn't flat and solid. It's kind of breaking up and moving, and you got to be a little bit more flexible and be able to kind of move with it and maneuver quickly. And um, and that's what it says for birth. So it's not that it's a bad, it's it's a beautiful sign. But it, you, right. in, in looking at it, you have to understand there's a time when it's important to, to step into it, into a situation, time not to. Right. 
and I think that's that. I mean, I want to be clear. That's what we're saying. We're not saying signs are good or bad because I know Virgos. And, you I know, do too. I'm Virgos not saying that as well. Yeah. It's knowing. Who I mean, all the signs are. Important. I like this because the more we talk about this <laughs> and I look at it and I start thinking about it, it gives me a person. I have a better idea because I don't know all these signs very well. I know my own sign. I'm a Pisces. Well, you, you probably can tell, but that's it. And I know you. You're a Libra. I'm a Libra. So I know the Libras, but right. I know. And so you, but you know people who have you know signs around you. So you do know the signs because well, you know people with so you do know an but aspect I didn't know a Gemini signs. but now mm. I know someone to think of when I think of Gemini yeah. when oh well, that's someone that's to me it's beautiful because it's the Kabbalion and I do and I think my brothers who are no longer with us but um, my older brothers I think were both because you know their birthdays were, they must have been Gemini's mm. and it explains a lot I'm like oh I get it yeah that's the cool part it often explains yeah. a lot and once again you know we're specifically looking at Oprah's Right. Birth sign and Donald Trump's birth sign. But I couldn't help to throw in Bernie. Just I know. Because we talked know, about it, so I, I had to throw it I in. Know. But I but I wanted to say that because we're not saying, you know, an Aquarius has to be the sign right. to be the next president of the United States. We're saying, isn't this intriguing mm. that Oprah is an Aquarius? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And how well that would follow with all her characteristics, traits, background, life history. Mm-hmm. How well she yes. could just slide right in there in election 2020. So is it the age of Aquarius? Thank you for listening to this production from EI Alliance. Check out our Amazon authors pages for books and podcasts along with our Donald Trump and Oprah books for this series. Find great music by New Threads on iTunes, Spotify, and on newthreads.us.